Welcome to the podcast, Carl. For the next few weeks during the holiday season, we are going to be rebroadcasting earlier episodes of the Comedy Sojourn. We will see you in 2023 with brand new episodes. Okay, so uh, why are we doing this podcast? We're doing a podcast because uh, I'm here with the Peaches, and uh, the Peaches comes over fairly frequently and uh, brings her kids over and they destroy the house Mm -hmm. and we have conversations. And we decided that these conversations might be something that other people would be interested in. That's really it. Yeah. It's a vanity thing, isn't it? Well, we have... It's uh, sort of an ego stroke for us. We think that what we talk about is so interesting (laughs) that other people would want to hear it. We, uh... Yeah. That's it, right? That's it, right there. We we have bits of conversations. We We start conversations and then we have to go and change a diaper and then we... We have to put the dog out. Right. We have to... And then let the dog back in. Chase the chickens. <laughs> and we have to let the chickens... Or let the dog in, not the chickens. But yeah, so the, the purpose of this podcast is just uh, to capture our conversations in the chaos uh, and uh, put them out put them out for the world to listen to. And uh, the larger idea is that I'm, I'm basically going to take conversations that I have with people who are uh, important and influential in my life. People who are important and influential in my life, and I'm going to uh, record them and put them out there for whatever they're worth. And so... uh, Yeah, no topic is off limits. No topic is off limits, and uh, we are... I am a product of my influences. You know, they told me in uh, writing class that you have to have a specific audience and you have to have a specific topic, but I say... Well, I don't have that. Yeah, I say we throw that out the window. We don't have a specific topic. We don't have a specific <laughs> audience. We just go. We turn on the recorder and go. All right, so this is it. And we do, uh, so uh, we hope you enjoy it. Is it podcasting? We're recording everything. I didn't know. I thought there'd be like a so, choir of angels. You have to explain why we're doing this podcast because I keep forgetting. Why we're doing this podcast? Well, you had an idea for how the first podcast was supposed to sound. Come here, baby. Oh, yeah. Emmy's going to cry while you explain why we do this That's podcast. That's okay. I haven't, I'm sending this email to you. I want to make sure that it sounds friendly and nice and not like I'm trying to go quick so I can do a podcast. Um, it doesn't sound friendly? I want to make sure it sounds friendly mm. and not... Sometimes I, when I'm talking and I'm typing, I accidentally type what I'm talking. You type unfriendly things? I want to make sure it doesn't say podcast anywhere in this email. Because you talk unfriendly. <laughs> and if Sometimes you type, I do. type the way you talk, then it sounds unfriendly. <laughs> so you have to type different from how you talk. I also have to make the note so that we don't accidentally charge somebody again. Yeah, well, if we can get away with it... <laughs> We can get away with multiple charges. We could have, I'm sure. (laughs) Add note. Uh, Deduct. Why do babies... Why do babies crawl around and eat dog hair and leaves and junk off the floor? Why? She actually does have something in her mouth right now. It's not just babies. Her brother does the same thing still. He's Give me that. Three. I'm afraid to reach in there because she's got two razor sharp teeth now. 
That's good enough. That's good enough now. <clears throat> so basically what I'm what I'm hearing a lot these days, mostly from Christians, is that you shouldn't say you shouldn't get involved with like politics, you shouldn't get involved with religion, you shouldn't particularly online, you shouldn't discuss things that you know could potentially be volatile because that's not in line with keeping the peace and speaking the truth in love, the loving thing to do is to just not say anything. The loving thing to do is to say nothing, so to not be involved, and you disagree with that. I, yeah, I disagree with that. I think, well, really, I don't have a problem with people who don't want to post political stuff on Facebook. I'm not saying that to be a Christian is You think we should say unloving things. (laughs) Right, I'm not saying that we should say unloving things. I'm saying... If you feel like you're not the kind of person who wants to get involved because you know right up front you're just not good with it, you can't, you don't, you can't take it, it's stressful and you're not good at it, that's fine. You get involved with uh, debates? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to post, uh, if you're going to avoid posting things other than like, you know, funny videos or pictures of your kids or whatever, that's fine. You can use Facebook for whatever you want. But right. we also simultaneously live in a culture that says, well, you need to speak out, speak up for Jesus. If you believe in Jesus, then you need to say stuff like you need to call out uh, racism when you see it or you need to speak up for the oppressed and you need to, um, so you need to use your Facebook platform for these things and speak up. So people do and they'll share statuses or they'll share a picture or something that's got or a meme. Or a meme. What are some of your favorite memes that you've seen? <laughs> some of my favorite. Some of your favorite memes. I wasn't prepared for this. Um, that uh, well, you shared them with me. Some of your some of your favorite. Um, oh, that here have I like the one. Here's my here's one I like that I've seen all the time from people who quote don't ever post political stuff. So, you know, I don't ever post political stuff. Which but, is code for, you really need to pay attention to this meme that I'm about right, to share. Right, because what I'm about to share is so rare and <laughs> out of character for me that it's going to be very important. I like the one where uh, there's two people standing there and one guy's holding a hose and the house is on fire. And uh, the, the second guy who's not holding the hose says, uh, why, are you, why are you spraying that house? Uh, don't, and the guy says, because well, this one's the one on fire. And the other guy says, well, all houses matter. And uh, the implication there being that Black Lives Matter is a perfectly okay thing to, to talk about on Facebook and to use that hashtag because... Because their houses are burning down. Right, their houses are burning down nobody else's is. Right. Uh, my observation has been to people who've shared that before... Um, wouldn't it be wise to figure out why these houses keep burning down and maybe stop the arsonists? And if those people happen to be the owners of the house, call them out for it. Uh, and that gets me in trouble. It sounds, well, it sounds to me like what you're saying is that uh, black people who own houses never have them catch fire. Uh, uh, and if that's what you're saying, then I disagree with you. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... We can have those conversations. We can have those conversations on social media, but specifically, if you're going to post the meme, if you're going to post something on social media and take a big stand because your pastor told you you need to get involved and, and stand up for your convictions on Facebook, then you also have to follow through and have the, the ensuing dialogue. Whoever comments on it also has a right to share their perspective. And if you're going to start something on Facebook, you've got to finish it there, too. That's, that's my big... That's your thing, okay. That's my big hill to die on. So we're not, saying, we're not saying that you can't post things... 
on social media. We're saying that if you choose to post things on social media, then you need to be able to stand uh, to some potential criticism of those right, things. Or maybe somebody who, who disagrees with you right. might say something. But what if what if that person then sets your house on fire? <laughs> How would you <laughs> I respond would, to that? I'd probably call the fire department. Okay. Probably. Yeah, yeah, and again, you can you don't have to get involved at all. Like it's it's cool if cat videos are your thing. I like I've been known to watch a cat video or two now. Cat videos. Have you ever have you ever been uh, uh, have you ever been uh, motivated by a cat video to do some sort of political action? By a cat video? Yeah. No, they're called palate cleansers. You you've heard of those? Uh, Stephen Crowder. Like a sorbet. Yeah. Every now and then, if he's gone like three, four po- posts that have been really. Uh, really stirred people up and gotten him into a lot of, you know, under a lot of fire, then he'll post a palate cleanser, and it has absolutely nothing to do with anything he usually talks about, but it's just cute or it's funny or whatever, and then people can all bond and then go back to yelling at each other again a few minutes later. Okay. <laughs> so cat videos are palate cleansers. Well, and so, but do you think that the, uh, what we're, we're trying to establish whether or not it's correct or incorrect for people of faith, for Christian people, mm-hmm. to to post stuff on Facebook and then take the stand that, well, don't criticize me for that because it wasn't a big deal and I wasn't really, this I wasn't really trying wall, to make, I don't I want to debate. What about what about people who post stuff on Facebook and then say, I'm not trying to start a debate? I hate. That's my new least favorite phrase. Now that I don't want to debate you about this, and I'm not trying to debate you when I ask that question. <laughs> I just want to know what you think, and then if I disagree with you, I don't want to debate about it. I just want to say that I disagree with you, and if you and then come, and then if you come back <laughs> at me and try to justify further what your opinion is, well, then that's just being hateful. And right, yeah, that's uh, that's my new least favorite f- phrase. The f- the first thing you should tell me if you really want me to be upset is that you really value my opinion and you don't judge me. Uh, that's that's the first thing that bothers me that people. Well, say. we're not supposed to judge. Right. Well, there's a clear. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> You're not supposed to ever judge. In my judgment, judgment is wrong. Right. And and, and thankfully, I think at least among the circles that I kind of move in, I think that people are starting to understand what's wrong with "don't judge me" because it's horribly taken out of biblical context. Um, Christians are in fact supposed to judge. They're just supposed to judge rightly. And because, yeah, the people who say don't judge me are only saying it because they want to shut down the conversation. And that is why uh, I don't want to debate is my next least favorite thing ever. Because it's not about not wanting to debate. It's about not wanting to have to defend their position. Right. Uh, Because the truth is that really if you don't want somebody to judge, then you wouldn't have posted that meme. Right. You you want them to agree with you. Right. You want their judgment to be the same as your judgment. Right. I don't want people to judge my thoughts toward uh, certain political candidates, which is why I'm not even going to tell you what I think about them sometimes when (laughs) when my Christian filter is off. Right. That kind of thing. You just don't even share the really dirty stuff, the really bad stuff that's deep down in all of us that Jesus still needs to get a hold of. We don't even share it at all because we don't want people to judge us. Um, But what they mean is, I've noticed the people who say they don't want to have a debate. If you really don't want to be judged for something, then you just don't mention it. Right. 
Right. But if you make a meme out of it and slap it up there, then you do want to be judged. Yes. You just don't want to be disagreed with. Right. Nobody ever complains. When they say, I don't want to debate or I don't want to be judged, I've noticed that they never correct people who start commenting, I totally... I totally get what you're saying, and I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I'm right there with you. Nobody ever goes, hey, I said I didn't want to be judged. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, means, that means I don't want you to say a bunch of positive stuff right. about what I... You're judging me right now, and just because you happen to be saying things that are kind of nice doesn't mean that I want you to judge me, so right. please take that somewhere else. <laughs> because cause a like is also a judgment it is. on Facebook. It is. Yeah. And so, yeah, and, and I've noticed that, too. <laughs> on the one hand, you've got... I said stop judging me. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, have, they'll have a dozen people saying... Stop lavishing praise upon my quote. <laughs> you go, girl. You go, you go, boy. Do they say that? You go, boy. And uh, Nobody says that. There's a dozen people who are all on board, on their team, and they never, they don't have a problem with that. It's when I show up and say, hey, you know, uh, I think this meme is kind of a bad analogy, and here's why. And they go, you know, I'm not looking to debate. Right. And I say, <laughs> on the one hand... I noticed this, and the church, church people especially, they love this idea of having a conversation. Conversations. Let's have a conversation. Are good. Conversations are neutral. Dialogue. That's, dialogue, that's, because they're supposed to be neutral. They're supposed yeah. to be just an open sharing of ideas, and nobody judges anybody else. Well, it's a dialogue, even if they want to judge me. Oh, I was just trying to open up a dialogue about this stuff that that you are saying and doing. For example, they want to have a dialogue about the fact that I'm so confrontational on Facebook. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to let you know that I saw what you shared here, and, you know, I'm sure you meant it well, I just but... Didn't, I just didn't see Jesus. Yeah. I can't imagine Jesus Jesus typing something like well, that. Well, I had a guy on... Uh, it was on Pete Heck's uh, thread the other day, Some a guy who... Peter Heck, who will be on the podcast at some point. I hope so. He will. to talk to Pete. Even though he's... He gives me the brush off every time I call him. And he's a busy he's guy. too busy. He's very busy. He's way busier than you and me because, <laughs> and you know that because he's not on this podcast. Right. Uh, I'm just sitting he, here nursing a baby at this exact he got, moment. He got an invitation to be on this podcast, but he was far too busy to be here. And yes. so you and I are here. He's got things to do. Because we have no life. I didn't right. know what I was saying. Oh, I was on, uh, I was on a thread on Pete Hicks. Uh, um, wall on his Facebook wall, and I had said something to a guy who I'd had other conversations with before, so I know him. He's one of Pete's trolls, and I don't know if Pete wants me to out. How many trolls, trolls does right Pete now. have? Do he's, I have more than him? Uh, uh, he's got at least three of them that I could tell you their exact names. Right? Really? Now. Yeah. How many do I have? You have probably five right now, but I don't know their real names. They go by handles. So I've got be. more than five. I got to have at least six. Yeah, or but they seven. may be the same person over and over again. They with could be. Names. There's no proof that they're not, but. I want to know. I want to have more trolls than anybody. My goal is to have more trolls than Ray Comfort. He's got a lot. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm setting. <laughs> I'm setting the bar high. I want to have more trolls than Ray Comfort, and I want to have more trolls than uh, Stephen Crowder. I want to have more trolls than Ray Comfort and Stephen Crowder combined. Ah, uh, yeah, that would be a lot. Well, Stephen's all of his trolls are. Uh violent jihadis they're 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 muslims because he always likes to post stuff about muhammad yeah well so it's a different breed they're easier it's technically that's kind of cheating then because you could you could claim (laughs) you could claim a bunch of people as trolls that right well it's easier to get a bunch of uh a bunch of muslim trolls if they're if they're extremist muslims because that's their so what did pete's what did pete's troll say i sidetracked you oh he uh well, he wasn't a troll. Though. I was talking to a troll, but then this other guy came in. He was a Christian, and he said, uh, 
You know, Amanda, I'm not sure if you realize that your uh, tone can be considered pretty condescending in the... Right. And next time it would probably be better if... Uh, actually, I don't even know if he said anything about my tone. He basically said calling people out in public... That was that was involved in, this, in right. the comment. Calling people out in public can really never have a very you good. Never, you should never do that. Ever, next ever time, call people out in public. Next time, you would probably be better off praying for him. Yes. And so I responded. And you can't do both at the same time. <laughs> I responded, fully aware that this man is probably a brother in Christ, and someday in heaven we will laugh about the exchange. But I said to him, I appreciate that perspective, and hopefully next time you'll just not say anything and pray for me. Right. <laughs> right. Did he respond to that? He didn't. <laughs> to his credit. Did you feel like someone was praying for you, though? Uh, I got a sort of a tingly sensation. Did you sensation. have a piece? Um, uh, so that's... So that's it. That's people have people are okay with dialogue. In fact, they encourage it. We need to have more dialogues. We need to have more conversations about race. We need to have more conversations about uh, people who feel disenfranchised. Goodness, we need more conversations about why millennials are leaving the church. Yeah, uh, we definitely need to have conversations. But we don't want to have a debate. And as far as I'm concerned, the only difference is a debate is what I start, and conversations are what they start. That's the only difference. <laughs> they start conversations and you start debates. Um, yeah. Well, I have I have sort of the same uh, th- thing that happens. I go up on uh, stage and do a little comedy sketch every once in a while, and I've I've got people that will send me emails or private message me out of concern that uh, that my my tone is. Uh, is not what it should be that I'm that I come across as sarcastic and sarcasm has never won anybody. Uh, well, sarcasm over. is a tool that only the devil will use. Uh, well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I've been told. Um, and so, you know, I, I everybody has the uh, certainly has the right to their opinion. Uh, the difference is that when I'm you know, when I express my opinion, I'm being uh, combative and I'm not listening to the urgings of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right. And they are, uh, they are in tune with really what, uh, what the New Testament message is all about. And so, so what, this, uh, what this little podcast is supposed to be is sort of a, just an honest dialogue about the sort of stuff that we talk about when we're talking about uh, when we're just talking and nobody else is listening and that's what this is oh right and there's babies crawling everywhere there's babies and getting to get into stuff cat and balls that rolled under the couch breaking things and making noise and we're going to capture all of that so um, this is what it sounds like yeah and what we want to do is if you're listening to this and you are inspired in some way to uh, to comment yourself and we want you to do that. We want to have a. We want to take questions, and we want to hear comments, and we want to, uh, from from people who, from in, including from people who don't want to start a debate. You know, we want to hear from you. Yeah. We want to we want to hear, we want to hear you who don't want to start a debate. You just want to sound off, uh, and then we want to hear the people who don't mind debating, because um, I think there's some value in being able to. And being able to articulate what you really believe. And that's the problem, I think, with memes. 
um, is that they're so easy. It's such a bumper sticker, easy thing to cut and paste, and you get a reaction from it. But if you don't really, um, if you don't really think about what you what you believe, then memes you just you just wind up with a with a corkboard full of different memes, and that's not really a worldview, and it's not really a position. It's just a bunch of slapdash uh, one-liners pasted mm-hmm. on a wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could do a whole podcast about all the different memes that I've seen I've seen floating around and thought, yeah, I just don't think I can agree with that if you think about it for even a couple of seconds. But that's what we should do. Just a whole bunch of memes. Yeah, just get a whole bunch. We'll have a meme pop. We could do that every once in a while. Just get our favorite episode. Yeah, we could do our <laughs> meme of the week um, or whatever, and we could take suggestions from people too if they want to. Tell us what they want to talk about or what they. Yeah, be. we need. For, there's a couple things we need to do though. We need to establish a name for this podcast, right? Which we haven't done. Nope. Um, nope. And uh, and then we need to establish names for um, the. Uh, well, I guess the podcast name is what we need to start with first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, for as much as I. I've talked about uh, people who disagree with me or who I get in trouble with. There, are, there are people, at least as many people, who will private message me or email me or comment on my blog who say, "Hey, I really appreciate what you wrote there. It's what I was thinking, but I didn't have the words to say it, or it's helped me work through what I believe on whatever the subject was." And that's really gratifying to me, and that's something that I think needs to be understood by all of those people who say you just shouldn't say anything. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Uh, well, but even that is you know, you say something that that wasn't very nice. Nice is in the is in the ear of the beholder. Everybody has different ideas about what's nice and what's not nice. You know what we should do is we should make a meme that says nice is in the ear of the beholder. And nice is useless, really. Nice is useless. Yeah. Yeah. Um because if you're telling if you're telling the truth, whether you say it nicely or not doesn't change the truth. And if you're lying to people, saying it nicely is actually a bad thing because people are more inclined to agree with you or listen to you if you're being nice to them. And that's uh, that's how people buy bad cars. Right. Is well. they've got a they've got a really nice salesman who uh, compliments them and tells them sweet things, and they just buy a really bad car because he was so nice. Right. Well, and that's what I was going to say, too. I kind of have taken on a different, kind of morphed that saying in my own life and, and turned it into my my own motto with just a tiny correction. And I, I think if you can't say something true, don't say anything at all. And it, by all means, if you can say the truth Well, and nicely, if you can't say something true, then don't say it nicely. Right. <laughs> well, There's our meme right there. If you're not saying something true, then don't say it nicely. <laughs> So that I know it's not true. What picture should go because because I, I might be uh, I might be inclined to believe you because you're charming, right? And uh, yes, yeah. You know, well, and and the devil devil appears as an angel of light. You know, he he doesn't go around and with a pitchfork and and throw fire at people because no one would want to have anything to do with him, right? Amy thought that was great analogy. <laughs> I just made a great analogy. My <laughs> nine-month-old granddaughter thought that that was brilliant. Was that funny, Amy? Yeah. So, so in that case, you know, nice can be a bad thing. 
Yeah. Nice well, people it, can be very bad people. It, it definitely can. And on the flip side, so the devil pr- prowls around and he disguises himself as an angel of light. And also, the Bible says, I believe Paul said uh, that we should be as wise as serpents or as as shrewd as serpents and as innocent as doves. It's a two. Was it Paul that said that? Was it? Was it Paul? I think it was somebody a little higher up on the food chain did than Paul. Did Paul quote him, or was it? <laughs> or did think, he never write I it at all? I think it was a little higher up on the food chain even than Paul. Did Jesus? Um, yeah. Yeah. He's sending us out like sheep among wolves, so we need to be shrewd as serpents. He's looking it up right now. I am. I think you're right. Shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. Uh... So There's that's a bunch both. of people on the podcast that are shouting at us right now because they know what the answer is, and we're... It's Jesus Christ! <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I just hit something with my finger. And it was... Yeah. He called us 12... And it was, in fact, Jesus. Okay, but the question is now, did Paul quote Jesus at any point in any of his letters? Because I was thinking something like that was in Corinthians. Well, and the question also is, would a servant, or would a serpent be sarcastic? I think he would. Yeah. Oh, I definitely think. I definitely. What? <laughs> <laughs> and would a dove be sarcastic? I, uh, dove, I, I think I think a dove would be gently sarcastic. Well, that's what I was going to say. She just had to jump up and pull a dog bone out of Emmy's mouth. That will happen a lot. That would probably become a running... My nine-month-old problem. granddaughter chews on rawhide bones, um, but she's not as good at it as Blake. They're it, tasty. Yeah. Blake can eat one in about a day, and Emmy just get some wet. She doesn't really do much damage. Well, and to be fair, I don't actually know what all the fuss is about, because I've never actually tried it myself. They might be really good. They might be. The way she acts, she crawls right to them. They're on the floor, and she sees them across the room and goes, yep. Hey, where have you been all my life? Yep. Alright, so you've got the uh, the the wiseness and the uh, and the niceness, and where were we going with that? I was just going to say, if you can if you can be nice, then yeah, by all means do it. But sometimes the truth hurts. That's one of my favorite t-shirts. Uh, people think I'm mean, but I'm just honest. Sometimes the truth hurts. Here's a Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a delightful sentiment. Um. I don't, and I don't mean it. I've said this before, too, to you. I don't mean it like... This is the way I am. Deal with me. Like, if there's a better way, if people want to show me a better way, I am 100% open to it. But I really believe in treating people the way that I want to be treated. And this is the way that I want to be treated. I would rather be right, right you know, and have it sting at first and have and be corrected than to allow to be allowed to be um, blind and to, you know, continue marching along in error. Well, just have people has... sweetly smile at you and yeah. nod and go, yeah, you're doing a great job it's while you're... Yeah, while you're... I'm a big girl, and, and I'm... Chaining nervous. your children in the backyard and stuff like that. Well, I, f- I firmly believe uh, the truth will set people free. I think that it's got that kind of a power to it, and it it hurts. It does hurt, but it's worth it in the long run. I think that... If people want to know, you know, everybody's talking about uh, self-esteem and and uh, being comfortable in your own skin and being the kind of people that, that have 
they're tough and you can take criticism. They talk about all that stuff, but they're not willing to do the hard work to get there. And then they hear somebody like me who really doesn't struggle too much with needing to be validated anymore. Um, but they don't want to hear my, my explanation for how I got that way. It's like, well, uh, there was a time, you know, that I went through an insecure stage like most people do in middle school and uh, high school. But the difference is I had parents who would tell me, you know, hey, this is, this is reality and this is, your, this is what you've been thinking was reality and that's not right. And you've gotta, people aren't really thinking about you as much as you think they are. They don't really <laughs> care about you as much as you think they do. Like, yeah. and that's not a very nice thing to say. A lot of parents would rather say, yeah, everyone loves you and the world revolves around you. But it's just not well, true. Well, it's not that people don't love you. It's that they don't think about you. Right. Because everybody's <laughs> busy thinking about themselves. And that was a thing that I learned in a long time ago. I, it, 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 the term that I learned was personal fable. Because we all live in this sort of personal fable. Um, some of us more deeply than others. But the idea that like people are going to notice if you uh, don't. You know, if you if you put your shirt on backwards, for right. example, and you go out through and you spend the day out amongst people with your shirt on backwards, some people are crippled when, with the realization that, oh, my gosh, I was walking around all day. Everybody saw me with their shirt on backwards. No, hardly anybody saw you with your shirt on backwards. Maybe yeah. a couple people noticed, mm -hmm. um, but they were strangers. And never gave it another thought after right. that. It's not like they went home and they called all of their family around and said, you will never guess what I saw today. Right. A guy was walking around with his shirt on backwards. Let's spend a great deal of time this evening talking about what an idiot that guy must be. Right. Right. Well, I remember a time, I still remember in driver's ed when uh, all of us were listening to a lecture by one of the guys, the classroom section of driver's ed, and there was a teacher up in front one of the teachers at Kokomo High School, who uh, was up in front. And I remember this day, he turns around, he'd been writing something on the whiteboard, he turns around, and his fly was undone. His fly, his fly was completely undone. See, I would have dropped the course. <laughs> I didn't do that. But it was worse, it wasn't just his fly was undone, the tail, the bottom part of his shirt was poking through Oh man, the so fly. That, yeah, so there was no doubt that his fly was like, down. Because sometimes <laughs> your fly can be down. And, and you can't always tell no, if it's, it's not so a close. real wide zipper or if you're wearing dark color or underwear the same color of your pants. Right, it's a right. little more difficult. No, I was, he was But if you have your shirt the... tail pulled through the fly. Then... <laughs> it looked like he did it on purpose. Yeah. And to this day, I'm not sure that he didn't because it was really far out. There was probably three inches of worth of his shirt that were poking out. So and why so would he do all... that on purpose? I don't know. Because how would you do it on accident? That's all I'm saying. Well, he might have been doing it to make a point. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, maybe he, he was wanted trying to see to, if anyone in the trying to see if anybody was was would, would subscribe out. to his personal fable. Yeah, would say to him, yeah. "Hey, you know." But my point is, though, my point is that I still remember that. I remember like seeing his shirt, but I don't even remember what color the shirt was, and mm -hmm. I certainly don't remember what his face looked like. So even if I saw him, you know, in public now, I right no there, idea. you go. Yeah, you remember what what class it was? I said it was driver's ed. But oh, it was I driver's ed. I don't remember. Uh, See, yeah. that's, how, that's how far into other people's personal fables I get. I can't even remember information that you literally gave me <laughs> 60 seconds ago. I should have. You told me all of that information, and it's already I, gone. Yeah, it was Algebra 1. I'm just well, seeing if you had even noticed. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I would not have known. Uh, um, but I am maybe the exception 
and not the rule. But the point is that people don't spend as much time thinking about us as we think they do. Right, and that's the truth, and it's freeing, just like, just well, like but the that's, truth is going to be. But it flies in the face of Facebook. In face of Facebook. Uh, it flies in <laughs> Facebook's face. <laughs> that, it, because on Facebook, we post all of this stuff, and it's important, and, it's, and it matters, and all of our friends are going to see it, and they're going to like it. And the fact that they've liked it means that they are standing in solidarity with us, and all of this matters. And it really doesn't. It's still just an extended virtual well, that's personal fable. The, uh, that's the attitude that you have to take when you... Yes, when you're gonna, when you're getting prepared to engage with somebody, when if you're gonna go out and you're gonna treat the internet like a mission field, which is something else that we can talk about at some point. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. Here we are doing an entire podcast about how nobody, nobody cares, cares what we say. Well, that's what I'm getting at. That's yeah. what I, I sort of caught that that was the direction it was starting to sound like it was going, and I don't mm-hmm. think it's. That's not exactly the case. I don't think. I don't think it's that it doesn't matter. I think it's that your perspective on it has to stay small. You have to remember that in light of eternity, uh, this is this is small, um, and that helps you keep yourself in check. You need to think, as C.S. Lewis said, I think C.S. Lewis. It's not thinking, you know, humility is not thinking of yourself less as less. It's thinking of yourself less. It's, um, no, it's humility is not thinking less of less yourself. Of yourself. Right. It's thinking of yourself less. Which I guess is sort of how I said it. But That's, you really butchered harder it. Harder to understand. Yeah, you pretty much butchered it. Um, Humility is not thinking less, of, less yourself. of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. It's thinking of yourself less. And that's one good way, one easy way to think of yourself less is by realizing that, yeah, that people care way more about what they're posting on Facebook than they care about what you are. Right. Um, and, if you, and if you take the, the New Testament approach to that, then you start thinking of other people's posts more than you think of your own. Right, and that's what I'm. That's what and I'm that's saying. That's when you start to judge people. You start because you're actually people, thinking about what they're posting, and they start getting upset with you because you come into their world on their wall and you say, "Hey, you know, I'm not sure if you considered this," and they take it very badly because to them, this thing that they you know sent into the internet with about three seconds worth of thought is like a part of them. It's a part of their soul. It's who they are. Mm-hmm. And you come in and you say, hey, that meme with the fire, the house fire, I think is is It's crap. got some problems. It's got, yeah. I mean, there's some issues with it. I and think they there's go, some, in, yeah. I don't want to debate you. And, and you know, I then think... Then why did you post it? I think that if people had a healthier understanding of who they are and what their job is and what their mission is, they would... Um, they wouldn't react quite so badly when people question them. And I think that they would start to sound, this is going to sound a little bit arrogant, but they would start to sound more like me. In I the think sense. we're going to get used to that though with you. <laughs> That's will. the thing. This is this being the first episode. People don't know exactly who the peaches is yet, but you will learn yeah. that almost everything she says sounds a little a bit little arrogant, bit arrog- well, and that's the way it. she is. If you yeah. go to my blog, the banner under my blog says, uh, it's called Cultures, Cultures at War, right. and uh, the banner says an arrogant American. So I'm used to it, Yeah. and we'll, yeah, we'll, I'll let you go ahead and specify these first episodes or two, but once people start to figure out, you don't it have to tell us. without saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to say is, I'm about to say it, and everyone will know, um, oh, well, then it's going to sound arrogant. I'm about to say something that's, um, you know, par for the course. Yeah. It's very standard. This is very standard. Um, I you. think that people, if, that people would start to sound like me in the sense that people would start considering them arrogant, and people would start calling them, uh, you know, 
judgmental and they would start they would start getting they start hearing that more often but you could just um you could just sort of interpret it in your own mind as that's not really what they mean what they mean is um i sound different and not is almost foreign like something that they can't even wrap their minds around because they're just so insecure well but what is it that makes a person arrogant in by by the definition normally understood Online and when people say, well, you're arrogant, what do they mean well, by Well, arrogant that? means you don't couch all of your statements with, I could be wrong, but, or, you know, I know that you probably, you, I could be wrong. <laughs> That's the best example that I have. Right, you have to, you have to put the disclaimer out before you make any statement that you could possibly be wrong. Right. But, but do people really believe they're wrong when they make a statement? No, it's a manipulative thing. They go and they say everything nice like we were talking about before but not mm-hmm. really because not really because they're trying to be nice oh the other one that i mentioned a little bit earlier was the um i really respect your opinion but you know and it's like no you don't if you disagree with me then that's fine you don't have to respect something you disagree with like you don't have right. to spend 10 minutes well how can you even you know how can you <laughs> how can you truly respect something that you think is is not true right how can you <laughs> I don't know either. If you've got a, and so, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you if you disrespect my opinion, if you think I'm wrong, um, that's fine. I would like to hear why right. I'm wrong because maybe I am. Right. But I don't think I am. If, if I thought I was wrong, I wouldn't be saying what I'm saying. Right. And that's just that people don't do that. People don't really. If you really believe you're wrong, you're not going to say it. Yes. Yeah, it's just like a pandering sort of manipulative sort of. I'm trying to keep you from you know right. losing so, your mind on me right now. So and being arrogance, upset with me. you're arrogant. You arrogant. You assume that you're right. That's how it usually gets followed up. You're right. just arrogant, and you think you're right. Right. Well, yeah. If I didn't think I was right, I wouldn't say it. Right. And so, you also think you're right because you are criticizing me, mm-hmm. and you think that is right. And so if we can just get past all of that, and hopefully that's what we will do on this podcast, because you, <laughs> you and I have already talked about this for hours and hours and hours and hours. So we right. have an understanding about what's going on. Um, and so we, well, don't, we don't do that with each other. We don't go, well, now I could be wrong here because it's understood. <laughs> Unless we really aren't totally sure about it yet. There have been times where I'm like, I'm still processing this. And I'm well, not yeah, but, but that's not the same thing. To say, to say I, I haven't come to an, a final conclusion. This is what I think. Um, you still think it's right. You know, Colin just came up, came around the corner, and he's looking he's around. He's diaper. probably trying to find a jar of Nutella to jam his fist in. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Colin. What? Colin, should a person eat Nutella out of the jar? No. Why? 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 Hey, come here, Colin. What should you do if you find a knife? You come and tell mommy. Come and tell mommy. And what will mommy do? Mommy will say, Mommy will, uh, what? What will mommy do? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's it That's a, like? It's a microphone. You want to say something? Can you sing in it? Sing. You don't have to hold it just like that. You don't have to be that close. <laughs> he's, he's wanting to jam it in his mouth. All you have to do is just talk. Just say, hello, I'm Colin. Hello, I'm Colin. And how old are you? I am three. 
He's almost. He's almost three. Two. He's two. Uh, it didn't work. It did work. <laughs> you can't hear Hello, it. Hello, Colin. <laughs> I think he's gonna hear it play back immediately. <laughs> All right. There's gonna be there's gonna be quite a bit of that in this podcast, so I just yeah. want to get it established that we. Uh, uh, can I have an oatmeal cream pie? Can you have an oatmeal cream pie? What does mommy say? Ask mommy. Can I have oatmeal cream pie? Um, I suppose. What does that mean? That means I just don't know. <laughs> He needs a yes or no I will answer. You, usually Cammy goes, what does I suppose mean? What does I suppose mean? It really doesn't mean, it usually means yes, I guess. You're acquiescing. Quite frankly, I don't know what it means. To the Why oatmeal cream pie. I suppose. I suppose. Probably or, or yes. Or yes. <laughs> Why don't you just say yes? I don't know. Did Cammy fall asleep? I don't know that either. Nope, there she is. There's Cammy. Let me guess, you want an oatmeal cream pie too. Why on earth would she want her brother to have one? Well, it's Instead. cute though, because if, if one of them is with me and the other one is with their dad, then I give a treat like this to one of them and they will almost always say, oh, and Cammy needs one too. Yeah. And I say, oh, Cammy's not here. And he goes, oh, yeah. Or Cammy will say, Colin, So they I'll think about each other. Every time. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice that they... Uh, Cammy came out of uh, church last week, and she had two giant oatmeal cookies, one in each hand, and we didn't know where they came from. <laughs> Where'd you get those cookies, Cammy? She said, an old man gave them to me. <laughs> which, we had uh, to talk with her about that. It's okay at church. <laughs> which was good news for Don Lindbergh. Don't feed that to the dog. We explained it's okay to take I cookies from old men at church, but probably other places <laughs> you should be more careful. Yeah, if any, if any old man... The on the street, one. hand you a cookie. You need to be suspect. I got. I gave Colin the bigger one, even though I wanted the bigger one. Why oh, you gave you Colin the big one. Why'd you do that? Why would you do that? Because it was nice. Because it was nice, <laughs> and you just did it to be nice. No. Give me five. High five for giving away the big oatmeal cream pie, because it was nice. <laughs> I didn't look that much bigger. Oh, she's talking about the peanut butter cookies. Oh, the so peanut butter cookies. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So I, all guess right. At the, I guess... So what this podcast is all about is just an open dialogue about whatever we feel like talking about. Right. And... Um, at the end of the day... We try to be honest. When my kids are grown, I want them to be able to handle... The all of the hate and the vitriol that's on the internet without right. it damaging them as people. I right. want them to be able to do it. And in order to do that, I really believe that you have to be exposed to it and you have to understand that in the grand scheme of things, life, it's both vitally important and not that important. We're here for a reason, but the hard work has already been done by Jesus. And uh, and with those two things in mind, I think that you can you can handle just about anything. I've literally been called every name in the book, and uh, mm, it's a pretty thick book. Is it? Yeah. Well, maybe if I had been called other names, I wouldn't even recognize them because I haven't read that far into the book yet. I've been called uh, I've been called a few names, and that's the other thing we should warn the, listeners about. Well, that if they travel over to your blog, they're going to have to put on. They shouldn't have their kids reading over their shoulders. Well, and that is a, that is a good point. This is this is going to be a uh, probably a PG rated podcast. Um, I'm going to say not probably not going to delve into R because. 
R-rated language is kind of stupid. It's hard for me to even... And mundane. But we are going to... Just a minute. Cameron, who's jumping up and down asking for more snack. Um, we are going to let a certain language slide through because it's mm -hmm. important, like we talked about, in the, in, for Christians to, uh, to cover our ears and not engage with people because they don't use language that we approve of um, is... Well, I, don't, I don't think that that's correct. I think we need to understand that people, who, especially people who don't um, share our faith are going to use language that's different from what we would uh, we would condone. Right. And uh, you can't be afraid of cuss words. You I mean you just can't run screaming from a conversation because somebody dropped the f bomb. Right. Well, and I think it's an excuse too, as you kind of covered in your most recent blog post. I think that people see somebody who's getting, I mean, legitimately mean and vicious and and throwing out words that you can't use in front of your grandma, and uh, and they go, okay, well, I'm just going to back out now because this is just inappropriate, but. Um, really, they're kind of happy it happened because they didn't really have anything else that they could add to the conversation either. And uh, I think it's well, a way but it's to a way to be kind of self-righteous too. It's a way to go. Well, I'm just not even gonna. I'm not gonna degrade myself um, by continuing to have a conversation with you. And there's some precedent. You know, people will say the pearls before swine thing. I'm not right. gonna pass my cast my pearls before swine. Right. And there does come a point where you have to go. Okay, this dialogue is not is not uh, yielding any sort of results. But like we've talked about, online dialogues are, uh, there's usually more than two people participating right. in Right. You need so. to remember that there are people who are reading along who may be benefiting from the conversation, even if the person you're actually talking to is completely unreceptive. Right. Closed mind, closed heart, Don't they don't want to hear it. But, um, but, but yeah, at the, at the end of the day, you're going to hear... You're going to hear some stuff that you might not want your kids to hear. Sometimes in the middle of the day you hear it, too. Sometimes you don't have to wait till the Sometimes end of the day. before you even had your coffee. Sometimes before coffee you hear it. Um, and, uh, and, and that's the thing. That's the other thing that makes it a little unusual, the, the dialogues that we have, is that we're not really... That stuff doesn't bother us. No. Um, we, don't get, we don't get worked up about people's tone. Right. Um, if your tone is negative and hostile and abrupt, um, as long as you're saying the truth, then, uh, you know, go for it. Well, we actually have a pretty, at least I, I think that I've arrived at a pretty solid uh, theory about that. And I think not only is... Not only are different tones acceptable, but I actually think it's a good thing. I, I actually would go so far as to say that God has given some of us a gift of sarcasm. I think that God has given some of us a gift for abruptness. I think that God, I think it takes all kinds. I think Christians to a certain ex extent can sort of be maybe good cop, bad cop. You there know, will be some people that will disagree with you. Oh, yeah. And I would fine. love to hear from those people. If you're a, if you're a person who does not think that sarcasm is appropriate in any circumstance um it would be it would be fun to hear why because yeah. i'm open to i'm open to some dialogue and some debate about that yeah maybe before i divulge any more of my uh, of my theory about it because i've thought a lot about it and i've seen people who just 
they can't bring themselves to do it. They're just sweet people in person, right? In on Facebook, doesn't matter. They're just always smiling, and they're the people that are bubbly. Like I'm not even close to suggesting that they need to start sounding more like I do, you know, when they engage. I think it kind of takes all kinds. It takes right. all sorts. Um, it does, and some people have a. You know, we grew up in this family. This you grew up in a family where sarcasm is is almost our native tongue. Um, and it is sure effective. Well, it's it's effective <laughs> sometimes with some people, but there there have been people who you know interact with the with the group here and they don't understand what we're doing and they see it as mean and um, right. You know, and I I can't I can't say that they're wrong for thinking that. It's just it's a different. You got to understand it. There's no hostility intended. Right. It's uh, well, and and with every conversation, you have a responsibility both to be gentle and to receive gentleness. And like you were saying before, it's in the ear of the beholder or whatever, whatever you said. Uh, it is. That is what I said. To what extent? And is then you butchered C.S. Lewis. And then I butchered C.S. Lewis. To what extent is it my job to make sure that what you hear is nice? To what extent can you just give me the benefit of the doubt and, it's, and assume that I'm really not trying to be malicious? I'm not trying to be vicious, you know? This right. is just me laying out what I see without mincing any words. Because it takes, I have a lot of words and it would take all day if I were going to, you know, pepper in all these, oh, and you're just a great person. And here's what I love about you. And here's my favorite thing about what you said two weeks ago. And then I'm going to finally get down to what And I, I love your hair. And great. Here's why your meme sucks. Right. I'm a pirate. See, I found treasure. You are a pirate? Yeah. Because you found treasure. Whenever I find treasure, I, I Whenever think you I'm find a treasure, you think you're a pirate? Yeah. <gasps> pirates are good at finding treasure. Yeah, pirates are good at finding treasure. You know why? Because they steal a bunch of stuff. And I love treasure. They take other people's treasure. That's what pirates do. Ow! I found treasure. So maybe you should be a maybe you should be a uh, entrepreneur, an entrepreneur who generates her own treasure. Does that make sense? How maybe you, you get, could be a CEO. How do you get money? Where do people get money from? Their wallets. Their wallets. <laughs> well, she's not wrong. Hey, Cammy, come here. We talked about this at McDonald's. Come here. Why does? Yeah, where do where does money come from? How does it get in their wallets? You said you wanted ice cream at McDonald's, and I said, "Well, do you have any money?" And you said, "No, you do." And I said, "You need to get some money of your own." Where do people get money? And you said, "Your purse." And I said, "But how does it get in the purse?" And you said, "Where does money come from? Where does Daddy get his money?" From work. There you go. From work. What sort of job do you do? Remember, we talked about all of this. What sort of job can you do to get some money? Porch. Clean the oh, we porch. We talk about that, but you could probably do that if we, if we negotiate a wage. What's that Remember word? Grandma Lori gives you some money for crushing cans. People go to work to get money. Uh, All right. Yeah, Colin's got the thing he's not supposed to have. All right, it's turning into chaos. So I'm gonna okay, it's turning into shut chaos. This down for a little bit. Okay, can I? What? Have another stack out. <laughs> <laughs>